guys welcome to dr boyce tv.com the home for intelligent black people my name is dr boyce watkins i want to say welcome to everybody i'm so glad to see you here uh, as you come in please hit the thumbs up button thumbs up share subscribe today we're going to talk about diddy diddy and cassie uh diddy cassie tiger woods and money uh, i and the question i want to ask and this is the question i'm going to ask with complete sincerity and out of complete fairness to everybody when is an allegation uh a pursuit of justice a pure pursuit of justice versus when it might be a shakedown and do we even care about the difference is there a standard or do we just pay anybody who makes any accusation against anyone as long as the accuser is a woman and the uh the accusee is a man uh get, get comfortable buckle up a seatbelt. we're gonna get started on drboystv.com right now here we are clan the isms cataclysm great our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Welcome, welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I want to say hello to everybody as you come in. Uh, do me a favor really quick. Let's do a quick audio check. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me. Uh, everybody put a quick yes in there if you are able to hear my voice. Can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? And also, I want to let you guys know that this podcast is on Spotify. We are on Spotify and Apple. So if you look up my name, Boyce Watkins, on Spotify and Apple, you can find me there. And, uh, and so today, uh, what I want to talk about is uh, this this interesting uh, situation with Diddy and Cassie and uh, also connected to a situation with Tiger Woods. And uh, these are two big lawsuits that involve accusations of a man doing bad things uh, to a woman. And uh, and I, I want to sort of really ask some hard questions about this so we can really try to understand this. And, uh, and I'm going to try to make this really simple, make this super straightforward so that it, it doesn't have ambiguity and it doesn't sound like I am bashing anybody or trying to assume that I know what happened in somebody else's relationship. Uh, in fact, uh, I want to ask you all a question really quick. Can we uh, give me a yes in the chat? I, I need to. I mean, I'm calling all intelligent black people. Give me a yes in the chat if we can have a conversation and explore different possibilities and not assume that uh, that we have to hate each other at the end. Give me a yes in the chat if we can disagree and still love each other. Give me a yes in the chat if uh, it's okay if we explore an idea in an honest way without it being sort of something very simple-minded, right? Because if you want to get the simple-minded analysis, you can get that everywhere. You can get that all over the media. Uh, the media is agenda-driven, uh, you know, and, and there, there are men who assume Diddy did nothing wrong and that it's a complete shakedown with Cassie. And there are women who assume that it must be uh, wrong be uh, or he must have done something wrong because you should believe all women, right? And uh, and and so, uh, really, I'm not in either one of those camps. I. I don't I don't I don't believe that uh, that that having a vagina means you're incapable of telling a lie. I believe women are strong and powerful and intelligent enough to make up things and to do uh, things that are just as evil as men. I also believe that sometimes men do bad things. I mean, I told you guys the other day uh, I gave a shout out to Robin Simpson, uh, you know, someone who spoke at our convention who was just murdered, brutally murdered by her husband in Houston last week. So violence is real. 
violence is serious. Domestic violence is a problem. And if you find yourself in a relationship where uh, any violence appears, uh, whether you're man or woman, any violence in a relationship has no place in that relationship. So I want you all I want to start right there because I think because I care about you and I want you to be happy and I want you to be OK. And this is really true for young folks. Young folks get caught up in crazy situations where where you can't believe that you're even in this situation. And I really just want you to really be smart about this. So let me give you a piece of advice that comes from a 52-year-old man who has made mistakes, who has lived a little bit of life. Are y'all ready? If any semblance of violence pops up in a relationship, if somebody threatens to beat you up, somebody talks crazy like, girl, I'm going to kill you, or or she pulls out the butcher knife because she's mad because she saw you with another chick, or she starts throwing the lampshade across the room and wants to get the police called and dares you to punch her in the face so you can get locked up, or, or, or he acts like he wants to stalk you and, and says, I'll go kill that guy that, that, that's been talking to you. Get away. Walk away. Do we agree? Are we on the same page? Can we at least give each other a yes to say that we will not tolerate violence in our relationships? There's plenty of ways to solve a problem that don't involve somebody going upside somebody else's head. And the problem that we have to be real honest about is that these situations end in death and there's a responsibility. I believe that I believe women are powerful and intelligent and capable of making their own decisions. If you have the right to make choices with your body, then you have the right to, to be responsible for the choices that you make with your body. I hope that that's okay. I know people will say, no, 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 no. We're going to take responsibility for the good things that we do, but we take no responsibility for the bad things that we do. I don't believe that. You ain't going to get that here. If you're looking for that type of coddling and nonsense, then go somewhere else. This ain't the place for that type of BS. Uh, I, I expect that as a powerful woman, you have the choice to make decisions with who, date who you want, be with who you want, sleep with who you want. I'm not going to judge you. But then don't come and, and, and try to pretend like you were a 12-year-old child who's incapable of making her own choices when you made that decision. Because if that's the case, if I believe that, then that means that I'm going to I'm gonna feel like I need to stop you from making your choices in the first place. I'm going to say, well, since you're not capable of making smart choices, then we need to go old school with it where your daddy decided who you could date and your mama decided who you could even spend time with. Seriously, there was a time when that happened where a woman could not date a man unless he got a, she got approval from her elders. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Right. But, but if we did that now, people will say, oh, that's sexist. That's oppressive. That's wrong. You can't do that. Okay. Well, with, with, with freedom comes responsibility, baby. I'm sorry. With freedom comes responsibility. So if you are 19 year old, 20 year old Cassie, and you decide you want to date Diddy, I guarantee you ain't no father on this planet going to approve of that relationship. If my I got teenager girls in the house, if, if any of them came home with a 40 year old Negro like him, all shiny and glistening and shit, uh, you know, and talking crazy and, and, and you know, flat, flashy, no substance. I'm going to say, get this man out of my house. No, you, you cannot date him. But remember, men can't say that now because y'all lost respect for fathers. We don't respect fathers anymore. But then we want to blame fathers when the daughters put themselves in crazy situations like the one with Diddy and Cassie. Now, let's just let's just keep it 100 here. That Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, all right. So here's what I want to kind of talk about. And this is where it, it goes into a money conversation. This is a heavily financial conversation. My PhD is in finance. So I've spent extensive amounts of time studying how money affects human behavior, how money affects relationships. I wrote a whole book about it called Financial Lovemaking. It's on Audible. It's on Amazon. You can go find it. It's a Dr. Boyce books, wherever you want to go. And here's one of the things that I can tell you. When money comes into a relationship, 
when a man or woman has money, it completely shifts the dynamics of how they date and who they're allowed to date. Right? It really, uh, think about this. Give me a yes or no. If, let me give you an example. Give me a yes or no. Tiger Woods, uh, he married a nanny and then he had an ex-girlfriend that sued him for $30 million. Do you think that any of these things would have occurred? Do you think that these women would have really chased after Tiger if he wasn't worth a billion dollars? Yes or no? Yes or no? Do you think if Tiger was worth, if he was working at Burger King, do you think that these women would have spent time chasing him down, trying to get next to him? Yes or no? Diddy, Diddy, when he met this girl, Cassie, and I don't know much about the relationship. I just know what I've read and I've read the bad stuff and the good stuff. Um, If Diddy, Diddy's 40 something years old, she's like 19. He's, I think he was 40 or almost 40. Do you think that most 19-year-old girls who want to date, most of I'm talking most 19-year-old singers will want to date a 40-year-old guy if he's like, I work at Home Depot? If Diddy was like a McDonald's employee, do you think that, that Diddy would have gotten her attention? Or do you think that he got her attention because he's Diddy? Because he's worth a lot of money? Because he could literally buy her a house with his pocket change? And, and, and do you think that maybe that plays some role in the women that are chasing him down and attracted to him. It plays a huge role. It's a very, it's, it's significant. He's Diddy. I mean, my God, he's, he's Diddy, right? So, 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 so what I see from where I stand is I see a society where some of y'all are tricked into thinking that a man is a good man because he's got money. That's the first part. That's really hilarious to me that, that because he's got money, you're not thinking about whether he's an abuser. You're not thinking about what kind of human being he is. You're not thinking about what kind of terrible things he might've done to get that money. You're not thinking about what terrible things he might do to you. You're not thinking about all the horrible situations you might get pulled into. Like the fact that maybe some people might be coming to try to get him because Tupac got killed a couple years earlier. Like nobody, nobody thinking about all that. You just happy to be next to Diddy. Well, God bless you. Good luck. I hope that works out for you. I would not personally want to be in that relationship. And I'm not, saying this out of theory. I'm saying this as a person who has been in spaces where I have talked it to celebrities and been around celebrities. I told y'all Kanye West called me last year and I did not call him. I talked to him on the, he called me. I did not call him. I don't call celebrities. I don't want to be in their world. I don't want to be in Kanye's reality. I don't want to live his, I don't want, no, people trying to kill you, man. You know, pissed off the Jews. They're they going to come get your ass. I don't want to be around that. So, so what you got to understand is that there's a difference between chasing people that have money and being in a safe quality life in a good life where you can sleep at night. Money is the devil. If you let it become the devil, money is the devil. If you allow it. And that, what does that mean? That means money can tempt you into situations that will put your life in jeopardy. Have some Negro talking about blowing up your car, killing your ex, murdering your cat, shooting you in the foot, looking for a uh, poor, uh, what's what you got? Uh, Megan the Stallion got shot in the foot by her boyfriend. Man's supposed to love you shooting you in the foot. What kind of, what kind of, why would you pick a boyfriend like that? Right. Again, again, no, no, no excuses for these guys. But that's the thing. When you the, before you want to run around and say, well, black men do this and all black men do that. I, I think you need to understand most black men don't shoot their girlfriends in the foot. They don't. But but some rappers do. Some of the rappers do. Some of the rappers, because they got enough money and enough power, they think they're above the law. They will pull that strap out and shoot you in your foot, especially when they have drunk and have high, which they stay drunk and high all the time. Some of them because they promote drugs and whatever to the black community. These guys are, are, are fools, absolute fools. But you think they're good men. You think they're great catches because they got a little money in their pocket. Well, good for you. Keep being a sucker. God bless you. I hope it works out. 
Now, again, let me let me go on a different path because I don't want to be too mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings with this. I, I want to pull some of that back. So let's talk specifically about Diddy and Cassie. I read the whole everything. Cassie filed a lawsuit. Cassie's Diddy's old girlfriend. She filed this massive lawsuit claiming that years ago that there was abuse. Uh, I heard the, the R word. Uh, something about somebody's car getting blown up because D- Diddy found out she was dating this guy, Kid Cuddy or whatever. His car really did get blown up. Now, did Diddy have something to do with that? Nobody knows, right? Nobody. There's no proof of that one way or the other. But, I mean, it's kind of ironic that his car blew up and, and she said that you threatened to blow up the car. So that's kind of like, oh, whoa, okay. So, but here's the thing, right? So, so when you make the accusation, I think that there's just, there are people that are naturally, logically, with, with no ill intent, they're going to ask the logical question. They're going to say, well, well, why, why 10, 15 years later? Why, why later on? And, 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 and then people, well, you can't ask that question. That's sexist. What's wrong with you? You say, no, 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 no. You know, see, when you, when you get mad that somebody asks a question, that means that you don't want them to explore the answer, right? Because if you have nothing to hide, then you'll just answer the question. You can explain it away, but no, instead people think that being offended by the question is the same as giving an honest answer. Do you understand what I'm saying? We live in a politicized environment <clears throat> where people say, rather than answering the question, I'm simply going to be outraged that you had the audacity to ask the question. Well, I'm going to ask the damn question. I'm sorry. I think these questions should be asked out of fairness. Why were these things not reported as they occurred? Now, a logical response would be this. She was young. She was scared etc etc and i get all of that i totally get it and i'm not even going to deny any of that is true but here's the thing here's what's interesting this is the point i want to point out this is why this platform is for intelligent people because i'm gonna challenge you to think a little bit what if let me ask y'all this what if let me let me just say this um you know i i have friends that were in the game i have friends that were dope dealers i have friends that i've had friends that have killed people i have people that i grew up with who have done terrible things so what if i said to you 10, 20 years ago, I used to hang out with so-and-so and, uh, and we, and he made me do dirt. He, he, because of the peer pressure, uh, he, uh, he had me go with him to go kill somebody. Um, and then we robbed a bank together and then, um, he went and he, uh, murdered somebody and, and, and then, uh, he, he had me bury the body. And then he also gave me, um, a bunch of dope money that I have stashed in my house. And uh, and also I was on drugs at the same time and it's all his fault. And I'm suing him right now because he made me do a lot of terrible things and he did a lot of terrible things to me as a man. Could I do that? Give me a yes or no. Give me a yes or no. Would I have a case? Would I be able to? Have you ever seen a case where a man can say, you know, about his friend or or, or an ex-girlfriend? Let's say I'm talking about an ex-girlfriend that she was so manipulative, so scary, so brutal that I that I did terrible things. I got hooked on drugs. I uh, I sat next to her while she was committing crimes. Uh, she threatened to kill me. And, and now I'm suing her 10, 20 years later. Do you think? Yes or no. Do you think as a man? Do you think as a man I could file that suit and win a lawsuit like that? What do you all think? You think as a black man I'm, that some jury is going to give me 20 million dollars? or something. Let's say it was Oprah or something, right? Because you, y'all do know that Oprah had an ex-boyfriend who uh, threatened to reveal that she was, that they used to use cocaine together. And Oprah went out and confessed and told everybody about it, right? I don't know if y'all know that or not, but yeah, that was a whole story with Oprah, right? So, 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 so here's the thing. Is there a court, has, has it ever happened? Do you know of any case where a man sued another man or sued his ex-girlfriend from 20 years earlier and said, 
uh, that I was on drugs because of her. Um, she used to be mean to me. She emotionally abused me. Uh, she used to threaten to, to kill me. And now I want 10 million, 20 million dollars. Could I could I file that suit as a man? I, I think you know the answer to that question. And, and you can get offended that I asked the question, but I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, facts don't facts don't have to align with your feelings. And, and and this is where I think that logical questions can be asked. Like, why did you wait so long? If you saw him doing these terrible things, why would you just be, you know, kind of going along with it? What's really happening here? And why would you um why would you consistently uh, if you know, if you say that you're trapped, like I, like you say, I could not get out. I get that, right? We know trafficking is a real thing. We know rape is a real thing. But how do we know the difference between real trafficking and real, uh, really, you know, serious situations versus situations where somebody, twenty years later, when they're free, they're gone, they've moved on with their life, where they're simply going back and trying to get money. Right. So, so that's the thing. I think that this is one of those things where you're not even allowed to ask fair, logical questions. And that's the goal of propaganda. The goal of propaganda is to uh, is to punish you so much for asking the question that you never actually go dig to for the truth because people make you feel like you're you should be that you're a terrible person for even trying to get the truth. And so, so, so with this case with Diddy, now here's another question I'm gonna ask um, with Cassie and Diddy. Uh, hit the thumbs up button. Is 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 this okay? If your goal is to get justice, if your goal is to get justice and make sure this never happens to anyone else, and you're telling your story, you're telling your truth, go girl, go, go do your thing. Why does it always have to end up in civil court where you're chasing money first? And why is it that someone can write a check? I mean, pay attention now. I mean, really, if I really want justice, like if I really want that son of a bitch to suffer, then I'm gonna try to get him put in jail. Right. I'm going to try to get him off the street so nobody else can be harmed by this person. Right. Uh, am I crazy? Am I the only one thinking this way? Why does it always have to come back to money? Why does it always come down to Gloria Allred or some attorney standing up and saying, if you write a check big enough, you can make all this go away? Well, if the tragedy is that horrible, if the pain is that horrific, if the concern is that deep, then then money should not be able to just make it all go away. It shouldn't. And, and, and the thing about Tiger Woods that's really interesting is if you go read the case, literally, I kid you not, not only did she take the settlement, whatever the settlement was, but she literally said he never did any of these things to me. That, that Go look it up. Go, go look it up. If you look up the Tiger Woods case, hit the thumbs up button while I do this, please. All right. So if you look up the Tiger Woods case or Tiger Woods lawsuit, I'm going to type Tiger Woods lawsuit. Um, She literally made a statement that said he never... He, she was never a victim of sexual harassment. So and she and she was never a victim of sexual assault. So that means that means you lied. That that means you lied, right? So should get I don't am I crazy to say that perhaps there should be a penalty for lying and destroying a man or woman's life or reputation. If I went out and I found some woman, if I went to um and I looked up Ebony, Ebony B, I see Ebony B. And I said, Ebony B, I, I, I knew Ebony and Ebony, uh, she she uh, she took my booty. Um, she stole money from me. Uh, she uh, she killed my dog and she um, and she inappropriately touched my cat. And I go tell everybody I tell the whole world. Let's say the Ebony is extremely uh, powerful, extremely famous and, and extremely rich. And I say uh, I'm suing Ebony for one hundred million dollars because my cat did not ask to be touched this way. And the girl took my booty and it wasn't right. 
Uh, and then and then let's say that Ebony writes a big check and says, let's settle this suit because I don't want to deal with the embarrassment. I don't want my brand to be destroyed by these accusations. And, and then I come back and I say, oh, I was just playing. I made all it up. Ebony ain't never did nothing. She didn't. She didn't. I, 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 that was all a lie. Should, should I be penalized for that or should I should that just be allowed to go? Should there be no penalty for that egregious behavior? Is, is there not a perspective that says that perhaps I was violating her by actually uh, taking something and making it into more than what it was or telling a flat out bullface lie? So here's what I'm saying right now. And I'm not talking about Cassie specifically because I don't know Cassie and Diddy. I'm not talking about Tiger Woods specifically. I don't know Tiger. But what I am going to say to you, and I think that you should consider this, is that there are people who were legitimate victims of a significant injustice. And then there are people who are looking for a payday. There are people who uh, are who who know they like, think about this. You, you don't file lawsuits against people who are broke. You don't typically file lawsuits against people who aren't famous and or rich. You don't. They the, 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 That sort of becomes one of those things where you just work it out with your therapist and you move on with your life. It's only when a person has money and fame that it suddenly becomes one of these things, one of these things that could be de described as a shakedown. Uh, and, uh, and, and I can say this too, because I too have been vic a victim of shakedowns before I have had uh, people go on the internet, people that I took very good care of people that I paid lots of money to that, where I did everything I was supposed to do contractually paid them every nickel they were supposed to get. And they came back and they said, well, I want more money. And I say, well, no, I don't want to give you more money. I don't have any more money. And then they say, oh, I'm going to go to the Internet and I'm going to tell the whole world that Dr. Boyce Watkins is a fraud and that Dr. Boyce Watkins did this to me and that he did that to me. And I'm like, but that's not true. But then people will say, well, it doesn't matter if it's true. You're a black man. And if a woman makes that accusation, people are just going to believe it because you're a black man and she's a woman and she can claim she can climb and and wrap herself in the blanket of victimhood, which comes without any form of responsibility for her own behavior. If you don't believe me, go look up the case of Melvin Turner, who is at the University of Michigan, sorry, Michigan State University, a black football coach with a $95 million contract who was just accused of, of inappropriately touching himself during a phone call with a woman, and the woman reported it to the university. They nullified his contract. He lost $80 million and, and, and lost his whole reputation, and now there are a lot of text messages that have been released showing that this was nothing more than a woman who really needed money. That at the very least, she needed money and she saw this as an opportunity for her to do a shakedown because the system is that stupid. Society has gotten that stupid. The world has gotten that stupid, not to the point where we're not protecting victims. We should protect victims. My Lord Jesus, we got to protect victims. But to the point where anybody who makes an accusation is seen as a victim, that you can't do that. You simply can't do that. And, and I think that when you talk about Diddy and, and 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 Cassie, it sounds like it was a terrible relationship. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like Diddy might be a prick. It sounds like you picked the wrong dude. It sounds like you shouldn't have been in a relationship with him. Uh, and, you know, and, but but then somehow, some way, again, this is female privilege. Men can't do this. Men can't say, well, I only did these things because somebody manipulated me into doing it. Men can't do that, right? So again, if you're talking about, I'm, I'm talking to the feminists right now. I'm talking to the feminists. If you want true equality with men, then you got to take all the responsibility that comes with being a man. 
If a man can't get away with saying that I did these terrible things because somebody made me or somebody psychologically manipulated me or did some magic trick, it wasn't me trying to be famous. It wasn't me trying to get next to a celebrity. It wasn't me trying to get next to a rich guy. No, 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 no. I, I was manipulated and tricked into this. That that don't fly, man. That don't, and I don't know who wrote the rule to say that that should fly. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I think it's 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 European Americans and their gender war. I think that they have a gender war. It's a power struggle, and the power struggle is between men and women. So right now, the feminists are fighting to take power away from powerful men by creating false narratives that that in any situation where a man and a woman get together and do any sort of anything consensually, anything that goes wrong is always going to be the man's fault and the woman's always the innocent victim and anybody who lives real life knows that that shit ain't true anybody who's been in a relationship knows that it ain't always you know a 100 villain and 100 victim right we know about the extreme situations i told you i have i had a friend that was just killed by her husband last week so i know this stuff is very very real and i think we should fight this to the nth degree but but then when you come back 20 years later from a relationship that you chose a long time ago and are asking for money, not justice, not crim not filing charges, not trying to get the police involved, but you're asking for money because of a choice you made when you were 19. Um, I don't know what to say to you because guess what? I made a lot of bad choices when I was 19 too. And I can't go back and sue anybody for the decisions that I made with my life. There was no room in my life at the age of 19. If I, at 19 years old, I had a buddy who decided to become a dope dealer. He ended up getting shot and got 40 years in prison. And not one single time did anybody say you have the right to go back and sue whatever older adults were in your life who convinced you to make that terrible decision. That does not have Men don't have that right. I, I hope somebody can hear what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe you can't. Maybe we just, maybe we're just so caught up in the victim villain narrative that we can't see the, the subtleties here. But seriously, if your son, your black son at 19 years old goes and dates the wrong girl and ends up in a bad situation or gets shot by her baby daddy or whatever, ain't nobody he can go back and say, Well, somebody, you know, she tricked me into dating her. I dated an older woman and she tricked me into it. No, no, you you have to take responsibility for your own choices. I do believe that. I do believe that. Now, again, though, I know I'm going to make some people mad by saying this. I know some people aren't going to like it. Some people are going to say, no, 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 this is not true, boys, because uh, and I get it. My wife works with uh, victims of things like domestic violence, and I'm very serious about fighting domestic violence. And it's because I'm serious about fighting domestic violence that I think you have to get to the truth, because it is really it's easy to fight domestic violence if you don't care about crapping all over black men in the process. It's easy to fight domestic violence if you simply conclude that anything that goes wrong, the woman is always the victim and the man's always the villain. That's e that's very easy. It's very hard to fight domestic violence when you say, OK, let's hear both both points of view. Let's look at the facts. Let's look at personal responsibility here and your your decision as consenting adults to get into this relationship. And the reason feminists should agree with me is because you're also fighting for this idea. You're fighting for the idea that women are sovereign creatures who can make their own choices. Am I wrong or am I right? Is that is that is that not correct? That my body, my choice, my right to choose, I can do what I want. You're slut shaming me if you you can't control my decisions. Papa don't preach, right? All of that stuff, right? All of that simply says, well, you know what all they're saying is saying I am an intelligent being who is capable of making my own decisions. Well, if, if that's the case, then you can't flip around and come out with some narrative that says that men are have we have some superpower. Where we can hypnotize you and cause you to make choices that are detrimental to yourself. Right. Pick a side. Make a decision. 
and 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 that hypocrisy is a little bit weird to me. And also, I don't understand how Tiger Woods ex can accuse him of all these crazy things. He writes a check, and then she literally comes back and says, "Oh, none of those things happened." Well, that ma'am, that makes you a liar. That means you lied to the court of law. There's penalties for that. If if I go and I lie to the court of law, I'm going to go to jail for that. I'm going to get in trouble for that. I can't just I can't just say, "Oh, well, you know, yeah." I thought that she did these things to me, and I, and that's why I sued her because I really just needed rent money. And now that she paid my rent, uh, I I don't remember anything. Well, well, that just says that okay. So so you're saying to me that either you were making it up all along, or you were okay with it as long as the money was good. Do you understand? And and that and that's the part about the Bill Cosby thing people don't talk about. For example, nobody has to say that Bill Cosby's innocent. I, I believe Bill Cosby was a person who did some things he shouldn't have done. He he should have spent more time with his wife. I believe that. But 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 when you're talking about this idea that uh, I, let me just say this, I, I met a guy in L.A. who was a driver and he drove he was a driver for Hugh Hefner. And he said, I drove Mr. Cosby around a lot. And he said, I don't understand with all the things that Hugh Hefner did, that Bill Cosby was the one that got vilified. He, he said, also, when I saw the documentary, I know a lot of those women who were claiming to be victims and. Believe me, they're not victims," he said. "Believe me, they 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 were they're completely willing participants in this whole shenanigan, and um and this was a white guy who said this. And and now again, it doesn't mean uh, that Cosby should be defended. I'm not here to defend him. It does not mean that he's innocent. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is that there are basic rules of life that should always apply, like evidence. Evidence. If you accuse somebody of something that's going to destroy their life, you must have evidence in order to do that. If you do not have evidence, then your accusation, for the most part, I'm sorry this might have happened to you. You should maybe you should have documented it more thoroughly. Maybe you should have called the authorities at that time. I know you've got reasons why you didn't do it, but as a man, I can't do that. I can't go and get online. I see uh, Jade Arendelle's in in here, right? I can't say, well, Jade did these horrible things to me. I have no proof, but here's what Jade did, and I want you to pay me ten million dollars. As a man, I cannot do that. So, so I don't understand why we think it's okay for anybody to do that. I, I just don't, I just don't like that. So with, with Diddy and Cassie, look, it sounds like it was a terrible relationship. Um, I personally would not date Diddy when I was 19. I wouldn't have dated Diddy or somebody like Diddy, a 37 year old woman with lots of money. I wouldn't have done it. I would have found some, I would have went back to my job at Taco Bell. Uh, but, but what does happen in the celebrity space is that you have young people who are falsely led by their parents to believe that if you get next to a rich man, you get next to a celebrity, that's going to take your career to the next level. And there are people who are willing to make insane trade-offs in order to do that. Don't act like, don't sit here and pretend like parents weren't delivering their daughters to R. Kelly. I'm not saying R. Kelly's a good guy. I've never said he's a good guy. I've always said he's a hood villain. I've always said that man needs to be dealt with. I've always said that man needs therapy and, and that man needs to be out of the black community. I've always said that, but I've also said that it takes a villain to destroy a child. It takes a village to, to create chaos. It takes a village to pass down generational trauma. And I believe that the village gave those babies, delivered those babies to that man so that his, his mental illness would be fed. Y'all fed the demon instead of fighting the demon because y'all like the way that motherfucker could sing. That's what it was. Y'all like the way he could sing. You like the fact that he's tall and rich and handsome and famous and all these other things. And you let that distract you from the fact that you have a first line of protecting your children. And you don't protect your children because you keep sending them off to Hollywood where half these girls are going to L.A. and getting molested. 
They all kinds of stuff, casting couch, all that stuff is happening right there in Hollywood. There are people that love young black women who 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 have an endless supply of little black girls being dropped off in LA so they can do all kinds of nasty things when they're rubbing their hands like Birdman when you dropping your daughter off because you hoping your daughter can get on BET. That's what it is. That's what happens. But but so so I'll just tell you as a father of daughters, I'm not delivering my daughters to none of that stuff. My girl, I got a girl that can sing and dance and all that. No, no, no. You're not. No, you're going through daddy. If you want to have any, if you even want to have a conversation with her, you're going to go through her dad. She, she got a biological daddy who's six foot seven and another daddy who will who will who will take you out. So so you're going to have to go through two daddies in order to get to this girl. Seriously, because we protect this child and, and we let her know that the money and the fame and being next to the rich guy and next to the celebrity, that don't mean shit. These celebrities, most of these celebrities are absolute degenerates. If you know, I, if you know the celebrities the way I know the celebrities, I've been to L.A., I've been around famous people. Most of these people are absolute degenerates, but you worship them because white people put them on TV. What it really seriously, what really has Diddy done to help the black community in a significant way? What, what what hospitals has he built? What grocery stores has he built? What what how many thousands of jobs has he created for black people? His little liquor brand. I'm not dissing Diddy. I'm sorry. It sounds like a diss, and I want to stop that. But seriously though, but yet you put him on this pedestal, right? So somebody told Cassie when she was 19 that if you get next to Diddy, then all your dreams will come true. Well, it doesn't sound like her dreams came true. It sounds like she was living a nightmare for a very long time. Who's responsible for the creation of that nightmare? I'm not going to say Diddy's not responsible if that was the case. I'm not saying Diddy didn't play a part in that. Absolutely. You got me there. You can you can have all that. But I'm saying he wasn't the only one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Give me a yes if you're following what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's the I'm not saying he's not there. I'm not saying that he's in. I'm not. This is not the Diddy defense league. I have no incentive to defend Diddy's behavior and his debauchery of the last something, 20 something, 30 something years. I, I, I don't know the man. But don't act like he's the only one. Y'all, the whole community did this. The whole community serving up these children to celebrities, hoping hoping for fame and fortune. The whole community is the ones getting behind little girls, 17 years old, being delivered to R. Kelly backstage so they can feed his beast so they can get a chance to possibly be on TV. The whole community is doing that. So why do, why do you put the celebrities above the hardworking men in the community? There are good men. When Cassie was 19, there were plenty of good men that would have taken very good care of her. There are plenty of hardworking, quality black men. She, she's 19. She could have dated a nice college student. I was a nice college boy. When I was 19, I worked hard. I did my best. I had a full-time job. I was making straight A's. I was planning for my future. I, Cassie's beautiful. I would have got with a girl like that. We would have had kids, raised a family, kept each other safe, and lived a wonderful life. But instead, you're chasing Diddy. You're chasing the 37-year-old degenerate who's going to beat your ass, rape you, turn you into a prostitute, and, uh, and, and traumatize you for life. Theoretically, allegedly, that's what you want. That's what you want. And 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 I and I, I I can just tell you that that these things are as predictable as the day is long. You can you can see these things coming. And I and I'm here to tell you that you need to listen to your D ones and your other artists out here that are telling you that a lot of your people in the in the hip hop industry in particular are black men who need help. They're men who are psychologically damaged. These are men who will never, ever respect a woman, yet they get all the women. Yet y'all push the nice guys to the back so you can go chase the rapper who literally said on his last album that all bitches ain't shit. But yet you still think he's the sexiest thing and you at his concerts in the front row screaming, paying all your money and ignoring the hardworking truck driver who would love you to the ends of the earth. That's your mental illness. You got to deal with that. 
You got to fix that. Now, do I believe Cassie? It doesn't matter if I believe Cassie. It doesn't matter. What matters is the evidence. It's the evidence. Maybe she did it. Maybe she, or maybe he did it. I don't know. I'm not saying he did or didn't. And, and you say victim shaming. Yeah. Well, you know what? We don't even know who the victim is half the damn time. We just know who the accuser is. You don't always know who the victim is. There've been fought, Tiger Woods. His his girl admitted, "I made these things up. These were not true." So that sounds to me like he was the victim, not her. She was going after his money. So so again, I'm not in this bit. I'm not in the business of of trying to decide who the victim is and who the perpetrator is. I'm gonna let the world decide that. But what I am saying is that we all have some role in our choices that we make. And if you disagree with me, then something is wrong with you. And the reason something's wrong with you is because you cannot logically, you cannot be an intelligent person and not assume that women are not intelligent and empowered enough to make their own choices. If that's the case, then that means men should be making all the choices in our society and in our households because women are just too stupid and incompetent to do that. I don't believe that. I'm not that backward. Maybe you are, but I'm not. So so what I would say to you is this. Look, let me just close this up because I got to get on out of here. Basic fundamental rule. Number one, I do believe in evidence. I believe you got to prove things. Um, was this proven? I don't know. There was stuff, stories, whatever. Uh, number two, if you're in a situation where there's any type of violence in your relationship, tell somebody, report it, deal with it right then, because it's going to be harder to prove later on. Number three, uh, I really do see the difference between scenarios where people are seeking justice versus when they're seeking money. Money is not justice. Money is kind of like justice, but it's not really justice. If, if you're in a situation where somebody can write a big fat check and make your allegations all go away, that does create some degree of suspicion. Does not mean it didn't happen, though. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means that there are people who say, well, why didn't you work to put him in jail? Like, I mean, it seems to me like you would have wanted to put him in. You know, that, 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 that makes people ask questions. Number four, uh, celebrities ain't shit. Stop chasing rappers. Rappers are losers most of the time. Not all of them. I'm not talking about the immortal techniques. I'm not talking about the D1s. I'm not talking about the killer mics. I'm not talking about the J. Coles. I am talking about the Diddies. The Diddies, these guys, there's nothing of substance there. Diddy been flashy since the 90s. He even wore bright, flashy colors because he was so flashy. No substance whatsoever, damn near. The man was all talk, all flash, very little action, very little substance. I'm not dissing, but that's just what I have observed as a person who's watched this man for many, many years. And so what I will say to you is uh, you can keep chasing the flashy Negroes if you want, but just know that behind the, every flashy Negro, there's a thousand men of significant substance who, who love black women, who love black children, who care about their community, who are intelligent, who are making plans for the future, who will never harm you, never lay a finger on you. And the question becomes, who taught you that, that the flashy Negro should get ahead of the, the, the man of substance? Y'all got a lot of men in your community of tremendous substance. A lot of men. And, 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 and what hip hop has done, hip hop has distorted our perception of what a quality man even looks like. Ain't nothing about some rapper on TV who's hooked on drugs and uh, and womanizing like crazy, throwing money in the air and doing a lot of talking and no doing, can't even spell his mama's name, ain't nothing about that that speaks of quality, substance, and family. There's nothing about that man that says, I should be the head of your household. There's nothing about him that says, I'm going to have the longevity and the discipline to love a woman and to take care of a family and to raise children properly. There's nothing about that. So what you got to learn is maybe you got to go read a book on what a quality partner actually looks like, because a lot of y'all women, unfortunately, you're, you're trained to chase the flashy guys. That's how Sierra ends up with a guy like Future. 
There is no future with a guy like Future. But fortunately, she wisened up. She got her a Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson is a family man who's a, a tough. He's tougher than Future. He's smarter than Future. He probably protects his money better than Future. And he loves your damn children. That's a quality man. Future is not a quality man. And the thing is, it's not even his fault. He'll tell you he ain't shit. He'll tell you he's garbage. And for whatever reason, because you never got the help that you needed, because you never healed, you never got the therapy you needed, you you chase that man because he's garbage, because he's degenerate. And what that really speaks to is how you feel about yourself. It really does. Because a, a, a smart person doesn't, they, they feel that they're worth something of substance and quality and value. A, a, a mother or a father who loves their children is not going to choose a low quality person to bring into their house and bring into their bed and bring around their kids. And that, that's just the reality. That's the truth, y'all. I'm just, you know, so I'm going to stop talking before I get myself into a deeper hole. Um, I know people are going to misinterpret everything that I've said, uh, but I want to make it 100 percent clear, abundantly clear. Number one, I'm not assuming that Cassie is lying about anything. So before we get into that, let's stop that. I don't know what happened here. I'm happy for her. She got her money. It's over. Whatever. Number two, I'm not trying to diss Diddy, although I'm sure someone will, if it gets back to him that I said these things, it's going to sound like a diss, whatever. I can't take accountability for how he feels about what I said. Uh, number three, take the time to heal. Figure out what damage was done to you as a child that caused you to have a distorted perception on life. And think about what you want long term. <clears throat> what do you want for your children? What do you want for your family? What do you want your life to look like? Pick people that can fit that vision instead of chasing after these dumbass celebrities <clears throat> because these celebrities are just ain't nothing good i mean th these are just a bunch of raggedy people that white people put on tv they're, they're the the real people in the community i respect this is why i don't care about i mean i talked to some celebrities some of them i talked to and i really enjoy it um again when i when i talked to ice cube i really loved it um i had a call with tyler perry one time he's a very nice guy um, you know, uh, immortal technique, the rapper, I love talking to him. There's a few others I can name in a very positive way, but then some of these people, it ain't, it, you know, it, 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 they, they ain't worth their time. Like you can, your heroes are the people that are hooking you up, that are taking care of you. Your heroes should be your parents, your hero. If you have good parents, your heroes, your heroes should be that solid friend that you have that has your back no matter what. Your heroes should be the people that are trying to make you better. Your heroes should be people that want you to have a quality life. Those are the people that you want to chase after. Those are the people that you want to give deference to. Those are the people you want to be committed to. Not the flimsy Negroes on TV. All right. So anyway, I'm out of here, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And uh, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, and by the way, you guys know I talk about financial stuff a lot. I have a PhD in finance. Uh, I send my students uh, for free uh, lists of stocks that I like. So if you'd like to get on that text list, it's totally free. Just text the word stock to 31996. Text stock to 31996. Also, we have our own social media platform. I'm walking away from Facebook and YouTube and all that. Y'all know I lost my Instagram page, which had half a million people on it. But, but I do have another one. It's Dr. Boyce Finance. However, we're not investing in Instagram so much. But don't worry about me. I got millions of followers on other platforms. Uh, and we also have our own social media platform that has tens of thousands of people on it called B1 Nation. So uh, if you go to B, the number one, B1Nation.us, not .com, .us, uh, you can join B1 Nation, and that's where we all get together and congregate and talk. And it's a, it's our Black-owned social media platform where we can kind of do our own thing without you know worrying about freedom of speech and all that. Last but not least, my podcast is on Spotify and Apple. 
And uh, also my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. You can actually find it on Audible now. And uh, you can go to drboysbooks.com if you'd like an autographed copy. So God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care now. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money and the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.